afternoon, good day, good morning, good evening, good whatever time it is for you today. I'm blank and I'm actually back on time this month. It's the 7th of July, it's currently 8.32 in the morning and my chair broke. Uh, I've had this chair for a couple of months now, I think over 7 to 8 months, almost a year. Cost me uh, well, like forty dollars. It, it wasn't expensive, but it's disappointing the way it broke. Actually, like the, like the whole armrest came off. Uh, it's like one of these gaming chairs, so it took off the whole armrest and not the chairs, like without a back, without a backbone. Anyways. Now the small talks out of the way, how is everybody doing? I'm absolutely great, thank you for asking, to those who did. Uh, and by the way, this chair squeaks a lot, and it sounds like farts, and I'm sure you, you've all heard it for the past God knows how many episodes. So, I don't fart, I usually hold my piss, my poop, you know, I don't do none of that, I like to one take all of this 45 minutes from the first minute till the 45th I actually even could pause this I could pause the recording and start if I like to but I don't because I don't feel that's right uh, you, you've got to be willing to do this you've got to be uh, or at least in my case I don't do this unless I want to so this is fun so why stop why pause? Why correct yourself? I'm not doing it for, you know, the production or like a YouTube video or like views or whatever it is. I'm doing it for myself and for my own sanity. Instead of talking to myself, I could talk to you. Anyways, I'm doing good. Uh, I actually got my grade. Grade, not grades, grade. I think I've told you people that I had my finals, I think around a week ago of my finals concluded and one of the, uh, one of the uh, teachers was nice enough to tell me my uh, semester grades. Now, it was one of the subjects that didn't have a final exam, that's why I could find out how much I had you know with the final exams they like to take their sweet time correcting them so they are, they, those results are not gonna come out till probably towards the end of this month no rush no yeah I'm not you know particularly waiting on them or anything like that but for the subjects that didn't have a final exam yes I definitely love to know how much I got and it's an A plus people it's an A plus yes Yes, I am not completely stupid. I'm actually pretty happy with it, to be honest. I was great. I told my parents. They were overjoyed. You know. I don't like to put an emphasis on grades, but these people do. And by these people, I mean the university. I'd much rather actually learn rather than get good grades. But, you know, you could do both. Sometimes you gotta make a choice. I always choose to get the highest and best of grades. Anyways, they stress you out. You don't focus on what you're doing. 
day. And if you're focusing, you're only focusing for the moment. You're focusing for the exam. You're focusing on what's coming on the test, what's coming this term, what's whatever. It's not long-term studying. It's more short-term. It goes to your short-term memory bank instead of your long-term memory bank. So it messes with you. You get what I'm trying to say? Today I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. Like this semester, I don't want to jinx it, you know. Inshallah, khair. This semester might be the first I actually get a 4.0 GPA. Now that's crazy. Now that's crazy. Uh, you know, this is I'm 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 going wild. You know, this is a crazy prediction because the, the, I had seven subjects and it's only one of them that I got the grade on. But this is the hardest subject, at least for me, so, hey, if you beat the end boss, you should be able to beat everybody that comes before him. So, that's my mentality. It would be amazing, actually. I've never actually got a, a four. Matter of fact, prior to uh, starting university, I never even had a three. My highest was like 2.99 something. You know, or some, some shit like that. It's just that I didn't... I don't know. There's no excuse. A lot of people... I, I see a lot of people try to excuse their academic... Uh, their sh- academic shortcomings by saying... Or piggybacking off of what some famous or some rich dude said. That, oh, you know, education system is blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, those people that did not perform well academically are like, see, you know, I'm actually quite smart, but it's just that the education system wasn't made for me. That's why I had like a 1.5, but I'm actually a genius. I mean, come on, fam. Like, of course, the education system isn't for everything. You can't use it as a barometer to measure everything and say that if somebody is uh, for example uh, academically well that they'd be well in the real world you know outside of the constructs of principals and supervisors and teachers and grades and all these things you know but academic academics and you know the education system as a whole actually helps see who commits themselves now that's that's something that's underplayed. It shows commitment. It shows people that are willing to actually go through with something and maintaining level of performance throughout the entire year. And you know, I don't put too much weight on the grades, but I put weight on the effort because if you put the effort in. Your grades aren't that great. I don't see an issue with that. As long as you try your best. But here's the catch. When you try your best, you're more than likely to get good grades. And when I say good grades, I'm not talking about 90s. I'm talking about high 70s, low 80s. Those are good grades. So there's no excuse. So, you know, I'm not going to excuse my inadequate grades in my youth I just wasn't asserting myself enough I wasn't focused enough I wasn't committed enough but uh, I was always told though that going to university is gonna be 
the next step, which is true. But I was also told it's gonna be the hardest step, which is also true. But I was never told that it's gonna be my greatest performing step. You you'd assume if things get harder, you get worse. But I guess I'm just built different, you know. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a great feeling that my greatest hits are coming towards the end of my academic journey. I guess uh, you know, making the last mile count. I'm happy with it, and inshallah, I'm actually fifty percent done, which is wild. Fifty percent of my uh, university life was in the comfort of my own bedroom and my broken chair. I don't know how to feel about that, you know, um, you don't know what you're missing out on if you did live it to miss out on it, and by that I'm talking about university life, you know, because everybody talks about university being the greatest time of your life, yada yada yada, but if I haven't lived it, I'm not missing out on much, you know, and, you know, it is what it is, it's unlucky. I had ambitions, trust me, I had things I wanted to do. Uh, I, I wanted to step out of my comfort zone a lot more. You know, utilize this chance. It's pretty weird, you know. I Mainly, for the most uh, majority of my life, I grew up in one place, in one city, in one small town, actually. And, you know, now being a couple of thousand kilometers away from where I grew up, almost on the other side of the world, almost, yeah, I wanted to utilize this opportunity to just have fun, and explore, and be what I wasn't before, because of God knows what, but everything happens for a reason, and I'm done questioning things, I did that a lot the past couple of years, but now, I'll go with the flow, and right now, I'm comfortable with this flow, managed to buy my PC, I never had a PC before this, the only reason I was able to get this PC was because I had money to save up, and the only way I was able to save up so much money is because I didn't have to spend a lot on going to the university, on paying for food at the university, you know, on all these sort of things, so, I'm quite happy, and so, you know, life's good. I tell you what, I actually wanna. Uh, I actually saw something about Audacity, which is actually the uh, software that I use to record myself and slightly edit the way I talk and all that. You feel me? So, their the, the new update to those of you that may be using Audacity and basically tracks or sends your data to whoever wants to buy it. Literally, I think the, like your data is. Law enforcement, anybody could have it basically, and that's like your recordings, everything about you, which is nuts. Uh, I'm blank, I go by blank to you, but to them, I go by my real name. So, you know, it's risky, but I'm not gonna update, I'm not gonna do that. Also, did I mention that my headphones broke and I use my headphones microphone to speak with you? So, right now, it's actually, I look like I'm you know, an NBA player that just dropped 50 points and I'm speaking into the microphone because I got it laying on the table, microphone pointed up, and I'm just leading into it. 
next question please how you feel you know I'm, i'm feeling good man i'm feeling i'm feeling blessed alhamdulillah i'm feeling happy say 43 been up all night and actually i want to i want to talk to you i want to talk to you people actually did i, did I bring this up prior to this uh, who cares i'll bring it up again actually we started working on a startup with uh, with my brother uh, my twin brother uh, i've brought him up a couple of times prior to this you know uh, to this moment and um it's difficult but it's fun and to some of you i know a lot of people listening to me come from places that it may it may not be that unique starting a startup but where from where i'm from it definitely is it definitely is something out of the ordinary i wouldn't call it extraordinary just yet because there's nothing extra about it but it's it's uncommon it's unusual and it's challenging and it's taking ownership of your future so i love it I've seen how it is to work for other people and um, it's a path that I don't want to take. And there is nothing wrong with it if you find the right person because there is the right person. There is no shame in being an employee as long as you have a great team, as long as you work for the right company, the right people, as long as the culture is right and you're treated properly. There's nothing wrong with it. But uh, at a certain point, things go wrong everything does so it sucks it sucks to me personally and it's not something that i want to go through again you know i've seen it and i don't enjoy it at all so that's why i'm super motivated through all of these struggles of creating this thing with my brother to actually keep it going it's not easy it's something that involves um things that we are not unknowledgeable but lack a lot of knowledge in which could mean the same thing but i just don't want to use the word unknowledgeable but it's challenging i'd say it's challenging it's definitely out of my comfort zone and his comfort zone but i like it i like it and you know you on all I feel like all of us had this where you want to go for something but you're not being truthful to yourself meaning do you want to go for it or don't you and that's how simple it is but behind those two simple questions is a lot of logic and a lot of thought right now i invested way more than i'm comfortable with into this it's not it's nothing big it's nothing matter of fact most of you may seem like nothing but to me it seems big because i put my money where my mouth is and the moment i put some money down for something i'm serious about it no matter how big or small the amount is if i'm buying food i definitely eat that if i'm blind if i'm buying clothes i'm definitely wearing that you get what i'm trying to say I don't spend money frivolously because I know the effort that my parents put themselves through to earn that. So I don't play around with money. 
so this isn't a side project this is a business and this is something that I'm truly truly passionate about and I, and I believe in now I know most of you are thinking to yourself what is this guy talking about that's the thing I already made a website for it so if I talk about it and elaborate on it too much y'all gonna find me cause my face is on there my brother's face is on there and guess what that's another step that I took you wanna take ownership you wanna be the man you know you wanna make your own future your own path put your face on it and a lot of a lot of people are comfortable talking but a lot, a lot of people are not comfortable showing up and showing themselves when i when i share that link when i show that link around when i pitch when i present when i do anything you going to see my face right there even if my webcam is not on even if it's just a voice through your headphones through your speakers my face is on there and you can see me and that in itself is a different level of pressure on you. Now that you put your face on it, now that people know it's you who's behind it, that your name's literally right on the website, you gotta make it. I like to put myself in those situations, you know, talk myself into something that I can't get out of. I just gotta get through. So that's that's why I don't wanna talk about it too much because I like I like this relationship me and you have. We just talk to each other. And like I said, it's, it's a monologue on the surface. It's a monologue on the surface. But you could always talk to me. Because I'm talking to you, but you ain't replying back. And it's the same on your end. So it's just fun like that. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a mono-dialogue. <laughs> um, I could tell you what it's about slightly. You know what I'm talking about. I want to... I don't want to spill the beans too much. I don't want to divulge a lot of information. But you basically involved your packages. I want I want I want I want you guys to think about this, right? Girls too. You know when I say guys, I mean all of you, but you know guys is uh is everybody. So guys, think about this with me. You buy yourself a package. How much did that run you? It may be toilet paper, right? It just may be a cover that costs you like $5. Or it may be a new iPhone. It may be a new keyboard. You know what I'm saying? How much that one you? $300, $400, God knows how much you pay for them phones. For that custom keyboard. When the delivery driver delivers that package, he puts it in the front of your porch, unprotected, and that's it. Now, this item may be worth more than 20, 30, 40% of the things inside of your house, but it's just laying out there, just sitting on your porch, doing absolutely nothing, just being open to anybody to steal it. We've all seen them videos of them uh, so-called porch pirates. We've seen them videos. A camera does not stop them. A camera does not stop them. A camera just captures them in the moment. But they get away. They just take your package. And some of them do it so nonchalantly. Like it's just a normal day to them. Some of them even go around neighborhoods in U-Hauls. And they literally just fill them bitches up with packages. Now ain't that something?
I actually found about I, I found out about this issue uh, when I was in my home country. This was around two years ago now, and uh, it was an American news channel. And I thought to myself, "Wow, this is terrible!" Like they went on to discuss how millions of Americans, at least forty-three percent of Americans, actually experience. And by the way, I say Americans because this is geared to geared towards the American market. And it was so they were talking about like 43% of Americans actually experienced package theft. Like 30% of them couldn't get their money back, couldn't get a package reship. And they lose billions of dollars a year, especially towards the holiday period, towards the end of the year. They lose hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars due to packages being stolen. And I thought to myself, man. What about ring cameras and all these cameras that people have? They do nothing. And the reason they don't do nothing is, listen to this. Uh, let's say I, I rob your house. You know, nobody's home, so I rob your house. No alarm, nothing goes off. But there's a camera. And you catch me robbing your house, but you catch me five days later. And I'm not from around there. I'm not from your neighborhood. She, I'm not, probably, I may not be from your city. So, you catch me, way too late, you go report me to the police, police ask you, when did this happen, you tell them four days ago, you show them a camera footage that's super blurry or does not capture my features, does not capture something that I could be identified with, and you just go and get a, yeah buddy, it's nothing we can do for you, may God bless you, and see ya, we can't waste our resources on this, and that's exactly what happens to package thieves, they get away because the cameras catch them, sometimes the cameras catch their whole face, like their facial features and everything, their entire face, like you can could, you could see all that, but the owner might find this footage a day or two later, and these porch pirates probably aren't even from the area, Did you know that 98% of cases go unsolved? At least that's in a few specific cities that I'm looking at. They go unsolved because police do not prioritize porch package theft. Or package theft, I should say. They don't prioritize it. You know, especially it's a difficulty to reward ratio. You know, you catch a murderer, you know. That's a, that's that's it's difficult, but the reward is also high. Get a murderer off the street. Now you have a, a package theft. The difficulty you gotta look for this person. You, you gotta go through. You know you, they have a three to four day head start. God knows how long the person took to tell you about them. And now you gotta sift through the entire city looking for this one person that might have stolen a package that's worth twenty dollars. No, thank you. That's why they go unsolved. But that's where I come in. That's where my brother comes in. Now. That's where our, our startup comes in. I'm gonna give you all a little hint before moving on. I think about it this way: your house, you got a sensor on your door. You got a sensor on your garage door. You got a sensor on your windows. You got a sensor on your roof. You got a sensor everywhere. And you can't get near your house without a motion detection camera going off. But your package's got nothing. 
and now I don't want to be misleading or nothing like that. There are solutions out there, you know. There are solutions out there. You can buy yourself a box from the Pirates of the Caribbean, and yes, I'm talking about a big ass box that looks like them treasure boxes from pirate movies. You get what I'm saying? You can buy you one of those and run you two hundred dollars. That's that's how much they can run you two hundred dollars, two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars. And the delivery driver is not going to go through the steps of, because some of them are actually, you know, locked with code. So some of them, so you'll have to give the code to the delivery driver. And then he's going to have to put it in. And then he's going to have to open the package, the box. And he's going to have to put the package in. Uh, some people ain't going to do all that shit. They're just going to put your package next to the box and they're going to dip. Or you could go the simple box route where just, it's just a little box with a padlock on it. Now what happens there is uh, I go to Walmart or Target or whatever and I buy myself a $10 bolt cutter. And with this $10 bolt cutter I defeated this $150 box. So those are your current solutions out there. Don't do anything. Don't actually solve the issue because See, I was about to divulge too much information. I'm going to stop myself, man. But basically, what what we're trying to do is not only protect your packages, but it's actually deter and catch these thieves. Where I shouldn't say you were a uh, full stop like we stop it. Because we don't. But we deter and we actually help law enforcement catch these punks. And by that, you know, with success in this field, you're looking at upwards to hundreds of millions of dollars saved for a lot of people and a lot of misery avoided because these people strike when it's most important. They're going to steal your Christmas gifts and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? You bought you bought your, you bought yourself a little gift. You bought your family a little gift, and they are gonna steal it. There's so many videos out there of that happening, but there's also so many videos of people being, you know, cool and shit, and creating their own traps, and it's amazing. But enough of uh, of uh, my dreams and aspirations. <laughs> I wonder how y'all doing, man. You know, I actually made a uh, Twitter. I made a Twitter, but uh, that web, that website, platform, whatever the fuck you wanna call it, network, is absolutely filth, disgusting. It's horrible, honestly. Uh, my sister used to be on it. Like, if you, I created my account like back in 2013, but I never actually used it till last year. And it's terrible. It's terrible. It's it's like I've heard about. You know, famous people always talking about social media influencing their thoughts and making them negative and making them depressed. And I always used to think to myself, the fuck, the fuck are you consuming? And I found out recently it's Twitter. It's not YouTube. It's not Instagram. It's, I mean, it's, it's Instagram if you look at all these models and, you know, the whole compare, contrast to yourself. And yeah, okay, that's negative. But text-wise, yeah, it's Twitter. Nothing gets close. Nothing gets close. It's... It's fucking nasty, honestly. It's so. It's it's. I think by far the 
least enjoyable when it comes to like if you compare all the good shit and the bad shit the bad shit outweighs it at least in my personal opinion so i do not interact with that platform more than i have to you know i just log on there if there's something cool that i want to see some news broke i say it's actually good for like when news breaks or when something's popping off or like when i need to know something quickly and i need uh, real-time updates it's pretty good i'm not gonna lie it's pretty good i actually find use for it so it's good as news like as a way to get news from people that are actually on the scene you know if there's a crisis going on and you you want to see how what the situation is there's many times that i got a lot of information about crisis that was going on in my home country so i think it's good for that yeah, and that was through twitter through the people living in the home country not some journalist that's never been there so it's, it's pretty good for that but and, and you know once in a while you get these uh tweets that are funny but honestly greatest social media app ever created is youtube i don't know why people don't consider it social media i mean they do but it feels like they don't i don't know how to describe that to you exactly it's crazy but uh twitter is like nowhere near twitter instagram snapchat honestly what the fuck happened to snapchat like that shit is like a fossil fuel it, it was popping off back in 2015 16 17 you know it was going good back then but now nobody talks about it nobody uses it hell i i barely ever used it honestly i don't use anything i'm gonna take a sip um How y'all, how y'all like that ASMR? Let me remember what that's the for. Audio sensory. MR. Some something something sexual about it. It has some audio sexual memory retention. I don't know, but the S was sexual. That's all I know. guys i'm telling you i'm excited for what i've got going on one of the best things about about it is looking forward to something i notice when you don't have something to look forward to you just look down you know you just look down you just feel bad that's why when when people retire you know get six years old whatever retire and they always feel down they feel sad they feel purposeless so find your purpose honestly it does not have to be anything business related but find your purpose find something that you look forward to every day because if you don't have something to look forward to we'll have something to look down for and it's just gonna keep us down 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 and i've had it had it and it sucks and i am still going through it slightly you know but this this has me joyful about the future and about what i have because again i'm taking ownership of my future of what i want to do i'm not 
sitting around waiting for somebody to employ me. I'm not sitting around waiting to impress somebody to employ me. When I entered software engineering, and uh, most of the people in this field always have the uh, common dream of working for one of the big companies, you know, the Facebook, Amazons, Apples, Netflix, Google, Fang, you know, that's what they call it, Fang, but it's not only them, it's, it's not limited to them, it's all the other big players out there. Any company that could offer them over six figures and a good benefits package and insurance, you know, they take it. Uh, is the salary basically what they're looking for? And and to me, number one, that's not it. Uh, I actually really, really respect doers in the world. When you actually give more than you take from this earth, and I, you know, I don't, you know, think of myself as a. Uh, as a human specimen, you know, I'm six foot, I think I don't check my height, I think my D is, uh, actually I checked that one, it's not average, slightly above average, I gotta give myself a couple, you know, but, that's above average, slightly, uh, my hair is okay, you know, alhamdulillah, it's not receding, no, it's not receding or proceeding. You know, if you have your hair like next to your eyebrows, you got issues there, buddy. Um, you know, everything about me is uh, okay. But uh, I always, you know, I say I say all that by the way to say that. So you know, I can't contribute to the world anything physical. You know, I can't go. I'm from, you know, my home country, and we're not the Olympics next month or whatever, you know, I, I wish, but I can't, uh, but, you know, software, creating something from your imagination, that's the greatest thing, making your dreams come true, literally, that's what I'm talking about, when we, we've all had idea babies, that's what I call them, idea babies, we've all had them, we've all had things that we thought about and we said to ourselves you know someone should make this shit why not you you know someone should make this someone should make that and and, and you know why not you because you thought the first couple of times that those thoughts came through your head you thought why should i not make it but then you were bottlenecked by your own self <laughs> you were stopped by your own inadequacies that's what I think to myself you can have all the ideas in the world but if you don't have the tools to enact and create them then you have nothing and I don't want to be a man with nothing so I chose this path because I found it amazing that a person could think of something and create it within a few weeks at least a functioning version of it but you know you get the idea. It's amazing. Secondly, it's sick. Like I said, it's sick, and it it gives you, you know, the ability to control what you want to do. I don't have to actually be there. You know, if you're an electrical engineer, if you're actually if your work requires you to be there physically, you don't have the flexibility of a person that only is required there 
digitally and since computers and code and software is available all over the world you could be anywhere in the world and still do your job as if you were right there in the office so that flexibility is amazing but really the true reason I chose it is because I wanted to create my own dreams and to make what I thought about into reality and that's why and I am doing that right now through ways that I thought is a bit it's a bit different than what I had in mind but I like it and I'm gonna keep going at it and I'm gonna update you maybe one day I'll be confident enough to tell you about it hell I don't think so because I've said some crazy shit on here and you know I've been I uh, I speak my heart to you guys you know I speak my heart to you people and I want to keep it this way and I feel that the way we have this connection this relation is because you don't know me and I don't know you and speaking about the Twitter you know I don't check it so if you reached out I'm sorry I know I was pushing it but like I said that website is stupid whole platform is idiotic so i barely uh, barely snapchat snapchat is not for the same reasons just i find it extremely boring it's like the worst of tiktok basically it's like not funny short videos it's like youtube tiktok had a best baby basically it's like trying to fit in vloggish type content into tiktok long uh, length type videos and just putting them one after another and after another for the same person i don't think i think it's gonna last but i don't think it's gonna last for long snapchat is on its way down in my opinion i could be talking out of my ass and it could have hundreds of hundreds and millions of users daily but I doubt it I'll tell you what though my uh, yeah, my my creative flow <laughs> so cringe but uh, the, the, the way I think I think I'm more comfortable when I'm actually wearing the headphones and I could lay back on my chair which fucking broke and the headphones which fucking broke so guess what my flow is broken that's why you know I feel like this episode I was uh, a bit nonsensical or at least in my, you know, compared to what I usually talk about. I'm a bit more free, free, free flowing than I am today. Also, I messed up a couple of my words, so there's, you know, another clue that my chair and headphones actually broke. As I take a sip of my boa. I seem high, you know, I'm not high, I may be tired, but I'm not, I'm not tired enough to act high, which you usually do when you're tired, it's just the chair, see, I don't know if you'll hear it, but if I move around a lot, it's gonna make a, but a bit more squeaker, heard that, that's what I'm talking about, but now my ass is like, it feels like it's been decompressed, it's been relaxed, 
hope this works out. And even if it doesn't, I hope I learn from it. Because the worst thing is it doesn't work out and I don't learn anything from this. Which I don't think would be the case. I think I'll get a lot of valuable, 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 valuable insight from this entrepreneurial journey that I'm on. Again, I've always appreciated doers. Always. Always in our life we are. We have our parents to look to in times of crisis. We have our best classmates to look for in times of academic crisis. Yo, help me with this exam. Yo, I'm going to cheat off of you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. There was always a uh, plan B, a bailout in our lives. But I feel like uh, in this entrepreneurial world, you can't have ass nothing. You can't fake nothing. You can't not study for an exam and still get an A by getting quink quink lucky. You know, you can't be a, 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 a dick kid a piece of shit kid still have two loving parents that look after you and you know you don't have a worry in the world but you, but you still have food in your belly and a house and a roof over the top of your head when you enter this domain it's just you and what you bring to the table and everything's gonna be scrutinized your idea is gonna be scrutinized you're gonna be scrutinized your business model your Every single idea is going to be picked apart and you're expected to know how to come back. You're expected to have the answer to every doubt. You're expected to be the shit. You're expected to do. Maybe that's what attracted me to this field because, again, my parents were doers. They're doers. I never felt like I was a doer. You know, I've done things, but I've always had a fallback plan. startup the startup uh, world ambition is great have always have ambition never 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 discount ambition and never ever discount passion passion can move mountains I'm telling you I I'm a big proponent of that your mentality is gonna take you far 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 in a world where people are similar that your mentality is what's gonna differentiate you if you have the same background, if you have the same education, if you have the same tools available to you, your mentality is what's going to make the difference. So start thinking bigger, better. Start getting hungrier, more motivated. Be passionate about what you're actually doing. Do it for the right reasons. Don't do it for reasons that you think are financially suitable to you. You know, financially beneficial to you. Don't, don't do it for that shit. You know, it's always good. It's always good if you're think about the bottom line or whatever but it shouldn't be your main focus and your only focus but you know I know the odds are stacked against me but uh, everybody knows that but that's not gonna stop me because if those who made it had the same odds they still made it you know it, it sounds like the old uh, what do they call it survivorship bias or whatever but it does not mean it's not true because they were faced with the same levels of probability that I'm faced with. The probability of them succeeding. Of course, I'm being a bit, uh, you know, obtuse on purpose. Because we can look into people's backgrounds and, you know, 
some some of them might have you know had uh, uh, the p word privilege we all have privilege it's just some some of the, some some people are more privileged than others you know but there's still people that are way less privileged than me but they still made it no excuses that's another thing no excuses can't have excuses excuses give us a it's a, it's a bailout plan it's an artificial bailout plan in this whole starter field thing I don't want to create bailouts for myself I don't want to create uh, this question that if, if if I don't succeed it's because of one two three you know oh, you know that person well, look at that person they succeeded because they were that and I'm not that but I am me and I'm never gonna be that so I'm gonna be make me work I'm gonna make me work make you work you know hope there's no motivational speaking shit because I hate that shit I'm just being honest don't give yourself excuses always put your best foot forward and if you fail and you fall on your face guess what you wear that mark as a mark as of a person that actually committed themselves you know your face may be full of fucking shit but she outweighed that shit with pride I fell on my face so many times I got embarrassed and I tried shit and I failed but I loved it more than when I succeeded it's because I failed at something that I truly wanted to do and that's the greatest thing ever so do what you love and do it to the best of your abilities it's been 45 minutes people you know I don't like to extend these I love y'all I'm gonna talk to y'all next week see ya peace